welcome to the great indoors and today once again surprise surprise we're in barcelona spain hola amigos yes this is mwc 2023 and what a week we are still having now there are nearly a hundred thousand people from across the industry and the world here to take part in without any doubt the biggest telecoms and technology show on the planet it's been an incredible journey for us and it feels awesome to have finally crossed the atlantic as the gsma's official podcast sponsor for this unique show as a reminder we are spending this whole week in an amazing recording facility on the jaw-dropping amdocs booth recording some fascinating conversations with the industry's biggest names i'll be joined by customers analysts partners and amdocs executives as we explore their stories and perspectives in podcast form for prosperity. As ever, I'm joined by my trusty co-pilot and producer, Larissa Yee, as these special edition MWC 2023 episodes continue to roll out every Thursday. So what do we have on for you today? Well, one of Amdocs's most valuable customers uh, in Asia is Globe Telecom from the Philippines. Now, for you regular listeners, you would have Heard in episode three of this current series, Mr. Ernest Koo, the CEO of Globe, and it was a pleasure to have him uh, as a guest on the show. And our conversation was really fascinating and revolved around how innovative uh, Globe have been and how they've transformed the company from just a telco into a, a more rounded tech company, embracing innovation to make life in the future better for the people of the Philippines. As a continuation of that, in today's episode, I'm joined by another Globe executive, Miss Isa Cabrera, who is the Chief Commercial Officer at Globe. I've got to say this, Isa is incredibly charming and we shared quite a few laughs for sure, but it was fascinating. She really delves into the notion of how Globe is embracing tech for human good, how its humanitarian efforts, particularly when dealing with environmental weather-driven catastrophes such as typhoons, have been so instrumental in helping the people of the country. We also talk about how financial inclusion is really key to helping provide better standards of living in the Philippines moving forward. So I'd like to welcome Isa and let's get started. So we're back at Barcelona, MWC 2023. It's an amazing show so far. I'm really proud, honored to announce my next guest, all the way from the Philippines, Isa Cabrera, who's the Chief Operating Officer of Globe. Chief Commercial. Chief Commercial Officer, I'm corrected. Hi. There we go. Welcome, Thank Isa. Thank you, Matt. It's an absolute pleasure to be back in Barcelona. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. um, so the last time I was here was back in 2019. And so to come back to MWC and the city is just amazing. Great. Yeah. Really great. And look, I know this is your first podcast, so we're going to have some fun and a good chat. But just for our listeners, give us a, a background of your role and a little bit of a history of yourself, if you could, Isa. All right. Thank you. So I've been with Globe for um, 15 years now in uh, January of 2023. And I took on the role of chief commercial officer during the pandemic, um, to be quite precise, in 2021 right. was when I took on the role of chief commercial officer. 
I was coming out of Globe's uh, corporate incubator called 917 Ventures. Right. Um, and that we were, I was doing for like a year and a half. So when the pandemic hit, uh, I was in 917 Ventures, but Mothership calls me back. Right. Um, and to come back and work on the telco business. Right. And it was, I guess, really the perfect timing because it was a pandemic and everything was just different yes. and new. So if you think of the 14 years of telco, all of that is like, no one has experience in telco again. Yes. It's yeah. telco all over again. Yeah, yeah, re, yeah. You know, renewing what it is all about or actually redefining what it is 100%. in the pandemic. In the pandemic. A hundred percent. And I think this is where we, we wanted to go with our discussion, <laughs> right? Is because after the pandemic now, I feel, and I meet lots of people on this podcast, but there is an obligation and, and uh, from all the service providers on the planet to really look after the communities they serve, right? And it's this new, and it's a great industry to work in when we're looking at tech for good. So how does that play out in, in the Philippines where you're looking at, at what you do and how that affects the community? Right. The Philippines was a little bit unique in the pandemic in the sense that we had the longest lockdown in the oh, world, right. I believe, um, next right. to China, of course. Right. They just came out of theirs. But um, the Philippines, we were literally just held up in our own homes. And if you can imagine for those two years, our customers' lives completely changed from what used to be a very, well, we are a very young market. 50% um, of the Filipinos are 25 and under. Wow. And which means that the lifestyle um, that we know and have in the country is actually very much mobile driven, right? So very outdoors. So to come in into a lockdown and realize that the country actually has a very, very low uh, broadband penetration. Right. So the homes are not wired as yeah. it is in other markets. Because everybody is just on really largely on mobile, you know, just very, very few higher income segment uh, population will have some kind of broadband. Um, but then the pandemic hits and all of a sudden everybody would have been needing broadband. Um, and so that immediately clearly changed the expectation from a company like Globe. Because they used to be just on their mobile, very happy people. Now when they enter their homes, of course, they're going to want, and everyone, all at the same time at home, a different bandwidth, yeah, yeah. a different kind of stability on their network as everything was brought back inside the homes. So operators um, and us, clearly uh, included, all scrambled to make sure that as the pandemic was raging, we had our engineering and our network people actually outside, paving the ground, risking their lives, to lay out cable, to put fiber in the homes. And so it did matter a lot that uh, the Filipino population knew the brand. Yeah. Because there's gotta be some kind of trust yeah. for you to allow like a person, a technician to walk inside your home. Yes. Because you, you need wiring, right, for fiber because my children need would need education, you need yeah, to do yeah. your Zoom for business. And, and whilst our employees were doing that, building connectivity and putting in connectivity for the Filipino homes, 
they were also at the same time risking their lives because again, we're, we were one of the markets that were last to get the vaccine. Right. Oh, okay. So very different. Yeah. Yes, we're like yeah. the last. Yeah. So we had no idea if you know people are risking life and limb to to put service in the homes of our customers, leaving their families. So putting really our customers first before themselves. But at the same time, what we found um, our HR, human resources team, was doing was taking care of the families that they were leaving in their homes. Right. So that they can focus on uh, the service, the care, the laying of the, the connectivity that people needed immediately. So it was very tough times, but nonetheless, uh, how do you say, very inspiring. Yes. Um, because You're on the right side of things, right? So it allowed us um, to truly get people to survive yeah. and thrive. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it wasn't just getting them across the line, but making sure they, they are happy and getting the hang of getting locked down. So, so if you can imagine, the lockdown is like only one person's allowed to go out with a permit to buy necessities. Otherwise, you're not allowed to go out. Right. Um, and we had that for close to two years. Wow. Um, and in the Philippine markets, you can imagine, not all can work via Zoom. A lot of um, the population is largely a blue collar, which means physical work. And no physical work means no income yes. for many Filipinos. Right. And so they had to switch to a digital way of making a living. Yeah. And so not only were we a connection to the outside world, but we were a means to actually make a living wow. yeah. for their families indoor. Because they also had to pay, little shops were shut down. Yeah. They're, 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 they're servers in restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, so think it's different. Not a lot yeah. of them are office workers like yeah. us. And I think that's one of the most interesting things I've heard because in North America, you know, connection was to allow us to keep going in the same vein, albeit at home. But the, the situation that, that you paint there, Isa, is no, they needed to be connected to earn, to find and enable a new living, right? Absolutely. Definitely. Wow. Definitely. That's yeah. the big difference that we had yes. in the Philippines. That's incredible. Which and meant we were a lifeline, Matt. Yeah. And that's why we had to risk our employees. Yes. To make sure there's connectivity because it's for livelihood. It's for, it's for people to get food yeah. for their families. Yeah. Now that things have, COVID's in the rear mirror, yes. things have calmed down. How's that now played out in the Philippines with that extra connection, with people adopting new digital a new digital lifestyle in order to live. So how does that play out now? No, so, so even before the pandemic, Matt, the Filipinos have always been very much digitally savvy already, very much internet uh, connected. Right. Uh, but more so, as you mentioned, more so when we came into the pandemic, now even their standards of what connectivity mean has changed. Right. Because, so imagine before wireless, they will tolerate downtimes, etc., intermittents, uh, you know, co spotty coverage. But because they've lived inside their homes, and some of them have experienced now fiber, now the expectation now they have a taste of for it. So the connect, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So imagine the standard, the quality now that they hold um, on connectivity has changed tremendously. Because at the same time, the bandwidth they consume is different. Yes. Right? Yeah. And not to them, it's 
like vanilla. It's not it's not anymore an option. It yeah. is a given. Yeah. And and so what used to be like you get your fiber broadband downtime for five minutes, no one will even notice pre-pandemic. But this is a, a real experience for us that during the lockdown, five minutes we go down, we'll get phone calls from mothers saying their children are crying because they are unable to take their exams wow. online. And, and, and so the, I guess it, everything got magnified now on the connectivity side. Clearly the definition of quality of service has tremendously increased despite the fact that of course, the price never changed. Yes, yeah, We're unable yeah, yeah. to change the pricing because given the, the economics and we, we, we remain to be suffering from very high inflation today. And at the same time, you can imagine our cost to operate yeah. by virtue of the war because of the gasoline prices and, and the whole global econ, econ, economics. Yeah. We're, we're not able to increase price because our market is very much, we have 80% of our base is on the middle to low income. Right. So, so that's a very big chunk of our market. Um, it's largely prepaid. Yeah. Uh, which means it's a sachet economy. Yeah. So they only buy, on the average, a three-day validity pack. Right. And when wow. I say that to many people like yeah, you, yeah. they're like, what? Yeah, they yeah. only buy three-day validity? We're so used to just like yeah, monthlies yeah. Yeah. or even annual, right? Two-year yeah. contracts. I said, no, in Philippines, it's three days. And so which means t after three days, if you don't work, they can just uh, take on another operator or another service provider. But what does that mean for Globe? Because the interesting thing here is you're, you're having the extra costs of rolling out more fiber, like you said, building the trust to get people in. You can't raise prices. We've got inflation all over the place. Yet the expectations of your customer base has now increased, increased massively. Absolutely. So how, what did that do to, uh, what was the stress or what did you have to go through to meet that new expectation level? So, so what we've done is really put the, the onus on us internally yeah. um, because we really put a lot of weight on what our customers can afford and knowing their context of the economics, we make sure that we're not adding to the burden. In fact, we've also built on what we call, it's called Alagang Globe or in English it's like Globe Cares. Right. Um, and what it is, is we allow our customers to even convert, as an example, just so you get a sense, is convert unused data, mobile data that they yeah. buy into points. And the points can actually be converted into, like, get vouchers for uh, food, a partner supermarket, right. um, buy more uh, telco credits. So things that they can actually get by, um, but using their unused uh, data. Um, at the same time, we were actually suffering from a lot of um, natural calamities during the pandemic yes. that we weren't spared because we're we get typhoons and earthquakes yes. in the Philippines yeah. on our on like annual basis. And when that happens, people get disconnected, and when they get disconnected, they don't eat, right? right. So so what we've also done is we made it already a a, like a, a turnkey model for us, wherein there is immediately when there's a typhoon and the earthquake, it, we are the platform for the Filipino people to actually do a donation drive. So it's immediate. Yeah, yeah. It's immediate. We get um, money to to where it's needed from a donation perspective, crowdsourcing. At the same time, we have the we we have free charging. 
yeah. mobile charging, etc. And and we we actually give free calls and texts so that you can let your families know right. that you're alive, you need help, whatever. So we set up those stations. So that's a turnkey model for yeah. us already yeah. in Globe because we know there's no one else to turn to. Yeah. And and what we realized and have taken to heart as well is that our responsibility is really not just to the Globe customers, but to all of the Filipinos. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've taken it to heart that we are, the Filipinos can only be uplifted with the work that we do in Globe. And yeah. all of us, each and every employee, that's our North Star. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, it's what drives us. That's why our yeah. people are pounding the pavement at the height of the pandemic, yeah. no vaccines, just to get everyone connected because we know they, the family will not eat yeah, if yeah, they're not yeah. connected. Yeah something will be sacrificed. Yeah. And but you, you won an award for this, right? The ACA Award, which um, you were providing life-saving communications yes. when the super typhoon oh, of debt, debt hit the Philippines. Right. Yes, we, that's what, exactly what I was talking about. So yes. tell, me, yeah, so tell yes. me a little bit more about that. And okay. congratulations on the award, by the way. So that was, um, so December 16, I think, was when the typhoon hit. Right. So in the Philippines, Christmas is very big. So everyone's just busy doing Christmas preparations. December 16 comes all over, like southern part of the Philippines, Visayas and Mindanao gets ravaged by the typhoon. For a week, there was no power in many cities. Um, and, and what we had to do was actually not just mobilize Globe, but also our partners. Because we have our network partners also working with us on ground, ourselves, um, and, and making sure we rally behind community by community. Bridges were down. So, wow. so imagine cell sites, no power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no electricity everywhere. Therefore, the cell sites just went down. So to transport um, gasoline, food, um, there's no water also uh, yeah. for a week. Um, was, was a massive effort and a big partnership with the LGUs, local government units, right. was something that uh, we found ourselves to be in the middle of. Um, we'll get phone calls from mayors and governors asking us for assistance. So, rem so imagine they're asking the operator, they're asking Globe, which to us, it's like, wow, yes, you know, this is what we're here for. Yes. And, and so we did restore as fast as we can. In fact, we were we were the fastest to restore services because even businesses were raised down yeah. coming into Christmas. And there were cities that actually didn't have power through Christmas, no water and power uh, through Christmas. It was only in January that a lot or most were restored and businesses, imagine banks, institutions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, mean, this is critical. This is it's crazy. Yeah. But what makes the Philippines, from your perspective, so special, Isa? And, and what other examples could you give of how Globe, and you mentioned this just a moment ago, is improving the life for all Filipinos, right? So, so what makes the Philippines very special is, number one, you know, I guess we're in, in the global stage. What are we known for, right? Um, I think in the telco industry, we, I'd like to think that, you know, they see Globe Telecom as probably one of the more... Um, technologically advanced yes because what we've tried very early on is really not just stay a telco um, but actually shift to being a techco and when we say that it means we're not just here for connectivity yes uh, yeah. the connectivity is just a foundation for us for the 
many other Filipino problems that we're solving. Yes. Um, we've, we've already shown that we're successful in the fintech space. We have started also in the, in the healthcare, uh, health tech space. Yes. And all of this actually took a, you know, such a big transition or, or pivotal, pivotal adoption during yes. the pandemic. But remember, the backbone is always the connectivity. So, so it's reliability uh, that we go for, but no new businesses or no health tech solution, fintech solutions gonna work in the Philippines or climate tech in the Philippines if there's no good infrastructure on the connectivity yeah, side. Yeah. And, and so we're doing that hand in hand because we, we know we have an unfair advantage because we do own the customer relationship. Yes. It's one thing also that we're very much passionate about is keeping that relationship with the customer. Because yeah. if you think about it, if you're just staying on the connectivity space, the minute that customer buys the promo pack, the relationship with you is done. Because they would have gone to, to the app, the OTTs, right? Yeah. And then they're, they're going to finish off their relationship there and do the transactions and you lose sight of what that customer has done. But what we've said um, in Globe is that we want to take the customer and take their hand in their whole digital journey. Yeah. From the adoption of, of doing mobile data, uh, wiring their homes with fast, stable fiber connectivity, um, you know, solving their financial um, uh, needs, uh, health needs. Uh, Philippines, one of the biggest uh, issues is really getting healthcare. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, We're not as lucky as your market, the developed markets. Yeah. Wherein it's like within, the, you know, within the tips of their hands, their ratio of doctors is very high. In our, in our country, it's like terrible. People will die without seeing doctors is, is more the norm. Wow. Um, and so we say that if, if we are going to have a, a Philippines that will be progressive and, and, and continually growing, it will have to start with us nurturing our customers because yeah. we sit on 87 million customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so we know that there are so many more um, problems of Filipinos that we can solve as Globe, not just a connectivity company. Yeah. But as a digital company offering digital solutions yeah. um, to their challenges day to day, yeah. our market is prepaid. Our market yeah. is largely um, very low social eco class. Average income uh, of a, fam a household would be around uh, per month 300 euros. Um, yeah. So imagine that for a family of five, um, yeah. will be the average. And, and so it's very important that. This Filipinos will have an ally, such as Globe, who will yes. think through um, their whole their whole digital needs. Actually, yeah. their whole just lifestyle. allow them to thrive. Their yeah. whole lifestyle. So, Everything they yeah. So we're at MWC, yeah. and one of the things we do here is we speculate, speculate about the future. There's, you know, futuristic demos, yeah. people are talking about this. From a Philippines perspective, what's the next? I mean, you talked about e-health there and, and healthcare. What's the next big thing on the horizon that you think is really going to change life in the Philippines? That, you're a part right. of or you'd like to be right. a part of. Yes, so, so today we continue to push 
uh, financial inclusion. Okay. Um, so Globe is uh, an owner of Gcash, which is the single biggest e-wallet in the Philippines today. Yeah. Um, we also are the pioneers in health tech, which is Consulta MD. Right. A new, a very new venture that we just announced in February, uh, just early this month, is also our play in climate tech. Um, wow. By starting with our um, EV uh, venture. Wow. Right, right. So, so, and using always our unfair advantage on the telco connectivity space. Because it is, it is an ecosystem. Yeah. It'll only work with one, yeah. with, with each other, right? These are the things we're, we're very passionate about. Um, at the same time, we have a very strong commitment on um, sustainability. It is something that's already uh, we've embedded in in our uh, key pillars and the the work that we do. So so exciting times and and I say that because as I mentioned earlier, we are ravaged by nature's yeah, wrath yeah, yeah, all yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah. And so if we don't do our part in globe, I don't think I don't think we're doing our share in in, in our country. Yeah. Um, we've started that also with our network uh, going green, where we're the first. Uh, in the market to start going green in terms yeah. of our power for our for our um, cell sites. I was just also in a meeting where we continue to talk about really moving and shifting our technologies to greener alternatives. Yeah. In the beginning and at the onset, usually people will say, but Isa, that's expensive. That's going to hit your bottom line. But we say, no, it's not. It will actually be, in the end, something that I think yeah. will bring will bring the revenue to, the, to, to yeah, us. Yeah. yeah. But I think what, what you're outlining and what I love, and I think this is why we should all be happy and proud that we're in this industry now, is it's not about the bottom line or the dollars and the cents anymore, is it? It's not about that. No. It's, it's about what you're giving back right. and what you're enabling for the entire country. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's why when you meet you know, a globe person... We, when we speak of our North Star, it's always really uplifting the lives of Filipinos. Yeah. And whatever that takes, um, then we're for it. We don't confine ourselves to just saying, okay, let me put up the best 5G network. It's, we're not about the technology. Yeah, we're yeah. about what will the technology benefit the customer. Yeah, yeah. If there's no benefit to the customer, we're not talking to that partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. um, so it's really a shift. It used to be about who has the best. Yeah, the yeah, newest yeah, yeah. toy. Speeds and feeds and functions yeah, and no. features. Yeah. But it's, what's the customer doing with it? Yeah, yeah. What benefit are you giving that customer? Is it changing the way he's living? If yeah. not, then we're walking away. Wow. It's really, it's really inspiring. But tell us about the mantra of globe of good. Ah, that's interesting. So, so Globe of Good, as, as, as I mentioned earlier, is, it's not just a philosophy. It is a platform that we do, right. we do have live um, for a range of initiatives. So it's not just um, it's for our employees, for our customers, for our partners, and right. even for our shareholders. It's, it's very important to us. Um, we realized that there was an opportunity to actually institutionalize the manner by which we execute us helping out the community or the nation in general. And I did speak about the community spirit, um, which is Alagang Globe, which is like Globe Cares in English translation. Yeah. 
and I did speak about the during crisis situation. It's yeah. it's a template. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't think we don't mobilize. It's like we can turn it on yeah, yeah. immediately, so that no time is wasted to get to that customer and get them the help they need. Yeah. And um, one of our biggest advocacy actually of yet is helping uh, close to three million Filipinos already who are wow. suffering from involuntary hunger. Oh my word! Yeah. Right. Um, we realized that one of the biggest areas also to solve in the country is, is the problem of hunger. Yeah. So we developed the movement called Hapag Movement, which actually aspires to unite people uh, to alleviate hunger and provide livelihood as well. Wow. So wow. It, it's not just about doling out the food, but teaching them to fish, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. you know, make a living for themselves. It's not a one-off. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it's really the sustainability of the country and the Filipinos in general. Yeah. So not dole outs, but rather empowering yeah. is, is what I'd like to think of the program yeah, that yeah. we have. It's um, amazing. Right, right. So, so, so far, we've raised quite a bit already. We've reached across uh, many channels because we do have, you know, we have the reach. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so why not? Use it for good. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's what we call it, right? Yeah, exactly. Use the channel, use the platform for good. Yeah. And immediately we're able to mobilize, um, you know, our own set of customers to help each other, to yeah. help the rest of the nation. And and so we take it to heart that this platform that we have is something that we need to continue building on, nurturing, and making sure people are, yeah. I guess, still keeping fresh as well. And keeping it relevant, yeah. because it is, it allows us to help many more. It's not just for us. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's it's actually for the Filipinos. Yeah, it's incredible. It's really inspiring. And note that there are a lot of Filipinos outside the Philippines. Ah, uh, right. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so, so with that, we're actually our reach is global. Wow. There's Filipinos everywhere in the world. <laughs> I'm sure you've there seen are, that. There's many in Canada, actually. But oh, yeah. Canada has, has, is the most multi-diverse cultural uh, country at the moment, anyway. Listen, this has been fantastic, Isa. I've really enjoyed it. Now, as we're coming to the end, we have something called our quick-fire TGI to go round. Now, it's nothing to worry about. I'm going to give you two choices, and you're just going to give me your preference. Okay. Okay, and it's just to learn a little bit more about you. Okay. As an individual, and what makes you tick, and we can have some fun with it as okay. well. Okay. So you ready for TGI to go? I am. Okay. Here we go. TGI to go. First question: As we're in Barcelona, Picasso or Gaudi? Picasso. Ah. Do you have any favorites? Because uh, my son's name is Pablo. Ah, okay. So oh, that wow. tells you why. Yeah, it's Picasso. Yeah. There's a small museum right beside the cathedral. Right. I love the collection there. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. pretty special. Small, yeah. well curated. There's no yeah. particular one, but I do like his style. Yeah. No, it was, uh, and the reason why I ask Green is because... Green lines, I like it. Yeah, the reason I ask is because a, a guest I had on earlier, I asked the same question, and they said, Picasso, and they said, I, I have a Guernica hanging oh. in my living room, and wow. I've got the same one hanging in my wow. living room. It was just a coincidence, but wow. I was waiting for you to say, no. the Guernica, and then I'd be like, oh my gosh, but well, everybody's got this. But um, number two, 
on our TGI to go. Mine's better because mine is my son's name. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I've got a Pablo inside my house. But did you name did you name your son after Picasso or was it? Uh, my firstborn loves Pablo Picasso. Ah. So the secondborn is a Pablo. Ah, I love it. That's amazing. That's amazing. Another Barcelona question: Sangria or cava? Cava. 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 Yes. We have a happy hour here at 4.30. There'll be Carver if you want I'll be there. Yep. If you know glow people, we like our yeah. alcohol. Okay. <laughs> look at look at Yoli there laughing. We love our alcohol. As early as noon, I was drinking yeah. Kava. Oh, really? There you go. There you go. Well, we'll have some here for sure. Yoga or hiking? Yoga. Ah. Do you like to practice yoga so, frequently? Yes, pre-pandemic, yes, um, in a class. Then um, when the pandemic hit, I had to do it online. Oh, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah. Not the same. So I'm back in the class. But yeah. it took so long to get back in the class. Yeah. yeah. For the work that we do, yoga. You need it. Exactly. <laughs> okay, here's a travel question. Singapore or Bangkok? Bangkok. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been to Bangkok. I've been to Singapore millions of times, but Bangkok. Bangkok. Yeah. Bangkok. Cool. People. Oh, the people. Yeah. All right. And this one is a bit more digital. TikTok or YouTube? Oh, you know I what? guess the best one is, which one do you spend more time on? I spend more time on YouTube. Yeah. Maybe that's my age. I, I, I am not a TikToker. I, I don't, you know, you know why? I, I, everyone said that the minute you click your TikTok app, it's a black hole. You're never coming out. <laughs> and so I said, oh, that's not good. I have a 13-year-old daughter. I think that's what's happened to her recently. You lost her in the black hole, right? In, yeah. She said, Daddy, can I have TikTok? And that was it. I haven't spoken yeah. since. <laughs> okay, listen, I've absolutely... Thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. We're almost out of time. I want to say I really appreciate you giving us the time to speak today. I said it's been wonderful meeting you. Uh, have you any final thoughts you'd like to leave our listeners with before we close today? I do. I actually just would like to share how beautiful the Filipinos are yeah. as a race. Yeah. And um, and I know that many of the listeners in Amdocs would have a Filipino friend or a Filipino colleague. Yes. Because we are all over the world. Yeah. And we in Globe Telecom are very much committed to making sure that we uplift the lives of each and every Filipino, um, both in the country and hopefully even outside the country. With the work that we're doing for the many, many challenges that we face, we remain hopeful because Globe's going to be with them. We're going to take yeah. them through their whole journey. And Wonderful. so we're excited for the future. Yeah. And we're here to stay for many more years because we are committed to the sustainability yeah. of this world. Not just yeah. our country, but this world and our people. Yeah. Excellent. Very profound. I love that ending. So, Aisa, thank you very much for joining us today. And we'll see you again soon. Fantastic. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Isa. What a great episode. And yeah, we're, we're moving through this series incredibly quickly. There's not many more to go. So stay tuned as each episode in the associated guests are certainly not to be missed. 
Please leave a review if you feel so inclined. It certainly helps us. Visit our website, amdocs.com forward slash The Great Indoors, where we have all back episodes, uh, the previous five seasons, and lots and lots of video assets related to the series. In fact, check out our website now to see our Barcelona highlight reel, which is really cool, if I don't mind saying so myself. So with that, that's another episode for today. And all that is left to say is I'm Matthew Roberts for Amdocs in Barcelona, and I'll see you next time wherever you are.